You're listening to the We Love Equity Real Estate Show, a podcast that discusses the intricacies of real estate investing with your host, Marcus E. Maloney. Marcus is a real estate investor best known for being the equity king. He's been awarded that moniker because he and his team find amazing real estate deals. He will be talking with investors who have done some transformational things in the real estate industry. They'll discuss their process, their strategies, and how their investments transform their lives and the communities they invest in. We welcome you to the We Love Equity Real Estate Show. The We Love Equity Show is brought to you by Azria, widely recognized as an outstanding resource for real estate investors with exceptional education, networking, and support, along with profit-enhancing benefits and all aspects of real estate investing. Visit Azria at www.azria.org. That's visit Azria at www.azria.org. As promised, like I said a couple of weeks ago, I wanted to do more educational content for those of you that are getting started, looking to get started, or looking to close, you know, that next deal or ramp up a little bit. Um, so today, let's just kind of recap what we discussed on a couple of weeks ago. So we discussed why are you struggling? So you guys bear with me if you're on YouTube watching this, bear with me because I'm working between multiple screens and I want to be able to make sure I can get everything formatted for you correctly. And if you're listening on the podcast, don't worry, I will make sure I be as descriptive and as visual as possible. That way you can use your mind's eye to truly see what is what I'm talking about. So let's go ahead and get started we talked about why are you struggling? So let's kind of recap and look at some of the reasons that I identified why some people as real estate investors, they struggle in the beginning. I faced some of these challenges. I'm sure that you're facing some of these challenges, but let's try and work together to get over these challenges. So again, to recap, we talked about time commitment. You have to be committed in the number of hours that you're going to put into you know, going over education, reading blogs, watching videos, networking, analyzing deal, walking properties, listening to podcasts like this one and other podcasts are really being engrossed in the content. That way you can get a firm understanding because what happens is a lot of people, they go out, they look for mentors, they go to the different meetings and say, Hey, can you coach me? Can you teach me? But you don't even know the basics. So I implore you, learn the basics, learn the acronyms in real estate. I have a video on YouTube that goes over all of the acronyms in real estate, which I'll make sure I link. You can see it, catch it right up here, that video. So again, that time commitment, you got to be willing to put that time in. The money commitments, you have to be willing to think about how much money you can commit to this because a lot of people talk about, hey, you could do it with free and no money and so on and so forth, which is partly true, but you do have to have some skin in the game. Even when you're working with a mentor, they're going to require you to put up some kind of funds in order to work with them 
or they're going to require you to do all of your marketing and you have to have a marketing budget in order to do that. We talked about the discipline of doing that's number three. So number one was time commitment. Number two was money commitment. Number three was the discipline in doing that's whatever that individual tells you if it's in person on YouTube in a podcast whatever they're telling you to do you have to be disciplined and doing just that are you willing to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it so again are you willing to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it so that's saying even when I don't want to do it and I don't want to spend the time to do it, I'm going to be disciplined in my doing and get up and do it. So again, instead of watching NFL all, all day on Sunday, or me, I'm a I'm a, not a big NFL guy. I like the NFL, but I'm an NCAA football guy. So on Saturdays, I make sure I allot my time for working, studying my craft, and still catching some LSU football games. You have to have that discipline in doing. And then I went to a meet up or meeting this week and there were a lot of top real estate investors and what they said especially now during this time is you have to be humble you have to be humble enough to say what i don't know and what i'm willing to do in order to get where i need to go so and that's big coming from people that are doing you know a hundred hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month and real estate transactions to be able to say, hey, you know what? I need to do something different because right now the market is shifting and what we used to bring in and gross profits, we're not bringing that in anymore. What are you doing that I need to be doing in order to get back to where I need to be? And that's even with those of you that haven't done a deal, haven't done a transaction yet, you have to be humble enough to say, you know what, hey, I may have all of this education, all of these degrees or something like that. You have to say, you know what, I just don't know this stuff. Can you help me? Can you show me how to do it? So again, that's discipline and humble enough to say what you don't know and willing to do what you don't want to do when you know you need to do it. And then next, you have to have clarity and clearly identify what drives you. Why are you doing this? Why do you want to do this? And then finally, consistency. You have to be consistent in what you're doing. And that's one of the things that we find is an issue when we're working with our students is the consistency. They start text messaging, then they stop. Then they hear do cold calling, they start that, then they stop. Then they go to direct mail or they'll start marketing. And because they didn't plan their budget out, they blow through their budget in the first 60 days. And now they don't have any other money in order to be consistent in doing that marketing. So consistency again is key. So just to recap, time commitment one, money commitment two, three, the discipline in doing, four, being humble, and five, showing some consistency. Now, I struggled with these things in the beginning. And what I had to teach myself to do is find a way to be consistent. So what I want to introduce to some of you all today is the three things that I use even in my day-to-day -day now in order to be consistent. And I believe that it will be a benefit to you, definitely beneficial for you to start exercising some of these practices. So if you know anything about habits 
it normally takes 21 days to start or create a new habit. So that's 21 days of like one of my things was waking up at 5 a.m. I wanted to be consistent at waking up at 5 a.m. So for 21 days, I set my alarm clock to automatically wake myself up at 5 a.m. Now it's a habit. I don't even need the alarm clock. My body automatically wakes wake me up at 5 a.m. So I said all of that to say there's three or four things. I can't remember what I have down here. If it's three or four that you definitely need to do in order to create that pattern of consistency. One is you need to spend some time doing a brain dump. Two, you need to spend some time prioritizing your brain dump. And then three, you need to time block what you prioritize that was in your brain dump. Looking at this screen here, first of all, what is brain dumping? Let's start there. Brain dumping is where you set aside time every week. For me, it's Sunday at three o'clock. I set a time, set aside time where I sit down for anywhere between 30 minutes and an hour where I just sit down and I jot down all of my ideas. What is, what are, everything I want to try and get done this week. So for example, looking at my screen, here are just a few examples. I have write a blog post, analyze new fix and flip project, make an offer on 123 Main Street, follow up with team on marketing metrics, schedule appointments with sellers to walk properties, pull new lists, skip trace new lists, interview new VAs, call mail house to schedule mail, prepare letters, and naturally do team meetings. So those are some of the things that I prioritize. I mean, those are some of the things that I brain dump, but there is a lot more. And what we normally do or what I normally do is I look at what I brain dump. So I have these items here. So now I go down and I prioritize them. In the order of importance. Okay, so looking at this, write a blog post, analyze new fix and flip project, make an offer, follow up with team metrics, so on and so forth. My number one priority here is to make an offer. Remember, you always want to do your highest revenue generating activities and set those as priorities. I can do everything as far as prepping, marketing, reviewing letters, reviewing content, reviewing text message platform, looking at our sales metrics, everything like that. I can do all of that, but the number one priority is to make sure our team is making offers. If you're not making offers, you're not going to be successful. So what does that mean? You can't make an offer unless you're on the phone talking with sellers. And now I go back and I digress and I said, well, you can't talk to sellers unless you prep your marketing and have you and have your marketing done. So when I look at this, I look at, okay, we know we need to make offers. Okay. So we're making offers on marketing that we've already done, already completed. So next it's what else do I need to do to make sure we keep leads coming in the door? Okay. We need to pull a new list. So that would be two. That would be our next item of priority. Then three, after I pull the list, I need to three, skip trace that list to get the telephone numbers. 
okay once we have the telephone numbers then it goes into four either upload the list in our dialer or number four take that same list and send it to the mail house that way we can get our direct mail out so i have one is make offers on our on our leads that we already have in the pipeline two now is we need to get new leads into the pipeline so it's pulling a new list and even before pulling a new list it's prioritizing and identifying what market or what area that we want to pull that list in and the demographics of what that list will be if it's absentee owner if it's um pre-foreclosure bankruptcy vacant properties tired landlords things like that then after we identify our target we pull that list then three we skip trace that list to get the telephone numbers and then four we're going to upload that list into our dialer or send it out to the mail house okay so next after we do all of that because those are prioritized items now i can look at these other things and say all right what else do we need to do okay analyze new fix and flip project that's something that's a priority follow up on team marketing met metrics that's a priority schedule appointments with sellers to do walkthroughs so i would naturally probably do schedule those walkthroughs i would analyze a new fix and flip project six because that means we already either have that property under contract and we're in that inspection period and then seven let's see follow up with team marketing metrics um prepare letter would that would have came earlier when sending that information out to the mail house so i would put that in there i would have that higher than seven then eight and nine eight i would do follow up on team marketing metrics and then nine i would look at interviewing new virtual assistants so out of this list oh and then 10 last i would you know do write that blog post so out of these things i would order have these in order of importance so now next what i would do since i know these are the top 10 things i want to get done throughout the week now i can kind of fill in some things that i'm generalizing about okay well i need to look at a new app or i need to go over my time blocking schedule i need to have a meeting with my assistants things like that i will fill in the rest of those things whatever come to mind within that 30 to 45 minutes outside of my most important task i would then drop those those in here and those would be my filler activities okay so next what we would do is or what i would do I say we because I, I try and ensure our team does this and our students next. So next, what I would do is I would have my time blocking calendar. So I would have Sunday from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So if you're looking on YouTube right now, you would see on Sunday at 4 p.m. This is Mountain Standard. I would do a mind dump, the brain dump, exactly what we went over. I would dump everything out of my mind down on a piece of paper, and then I would put those things in order of importance. So now once I have that down, now I know for the whole week what I absolutely have to get done 
Those are those 10 things that I prioritize to do. And then the next would be those filler items that I wrote down. So as you can see on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'm up at 5 a.m. from 5 a.m. to 6 p.m. That's my worship time. That's my personal time I spend with God. That's my morning meditation. That's my prayer time. That's my time to really get my mind prepped and ready for the day. And then from 6 to around 8.30, I'm doing breakfast. I'm on daddy duty, so I make sure the kiddos get up, get out, get ready for school, get breakfast, take them to school, and come back. So then at 8.30, I'm starting my three rocks. The three rocks are those order of importance, those priority tasks that I wrote down, those 10 things that I have to get done. So from 9 to 11, I'm working only on those things. Nothing else. There's no phone calls. There no email responses. There's no tech re text responses. I'm only working on those items during those two hours. Then after that, then I'm looking from 11 to 12, I do, I check all emails, respond to emails, everything like that. And then from 12 to one o'clock, I'm doing lunch on Mondays. And then from one to about three o'clock, I'm doing my podcast. And then from three to five o'clock, I'm back to my three rocks, my order of importance, my priority list. Five is dinner, and then six is my evening hours. I, I coach Little League football, so that's during that time, that's what I'm out doing. So that would be a Monday, a Tuesday. And I go over all of this because I want you guys to understand, in order to be successful, you have to do what others are not willing to do. Most people are not willing to prioritize their day like this. I work, you know, in the office. So you have to make sure you have that time dedicated and set aside to accomplish those main tasks that you want to get accomplished. If you're working and you have a, a W-2 job, you can still do this. You can still prioritize, except for your nine to five would be your regular working hours. But what are you doing from five to 9 p.m.? Or what are you doing from eight to midnight or eight to two o'clock in the morning. Sometimes you have to work. You have to make that sacrifice in order to get things done. So looking at this, I'm not going to go through the whole week, but Tuesday, again, 5 a.m. worship, breakfast, all of that's the same. 9 a.m. I have a meeting with one of my team members, emails. Then we have our Chicago team meeting. Then we have my RIA meeting, lunch, three rocks, help with homework, gym and dinner and so on and so forth throughout the week. So again, you have to be willing to prioritize and you have to be willing to brain dump and then finally time block in order to be successful in this field because there are so many distractions. You know, I know you're getting started. I know you're looking at what's on YouTube. I know you see all the things that's in your Instagram feed and in your Facebook feed. And one thing after another seems enticing. It seems like something that you can accomplish. And trust me, the paid ads and the commercial ads, they make you feel like you can do anything and that you're invincible. But what I want to tell you is 
Don't get blinded by the distractions. If you take time and set aside what you absolutely want to get accomplished and then do what I just insisted that you do, do the brain dump, the prioritize and the time block, trust me, you will be successful. You will meet the people that you need to meet. You will be in the position that you need to be in. So again, I just wanted to jump in here, do something educational for you guys. So you will see, this is a routine that I do every single day, every single day. And I plan everything out. So I want you to do the same. If you're doing it, send me some messages in Instagram, Facebook, or on YouTube. Remember all platforms, MRCS Maloney, just reach out to me. I'm here to help. If you need help with anything, please feel free to let me know. And I enjoy doing this educational content and I'm going to be doing more again for you. So if you're looking to get started and I have to put this out there, if you're looking to get started, we do have our AZDFC class that you can be a part of. That's the AZ deal finders club. And it's not just for local Arizona based investors or wholesalers, but it's nationwide. Again, I virtual wholesale, my, my partner, my partner, virtual wholesales. So we know a lot of aspects about what you need to do and what you don't need to do in certain markets. So love to see you go to MarcusEmaloney.com. That's MarcusEmaloney.com to get additional information, or you can go to azdfc.com. That's azdfc.com. All right, guys, thank you so much. Remember, I have another episode coming up, and this episode that we have coming up is a delight for you guys that are into wholesaling. This person, just throw you a little teaser, this person is doing a hundred to $150,000 a month, nearly $2 million a year and revenue wholesaling virtually. Yes, I said virtually. Doesn't walk properties, doesn't meet with sellers, do everything over the phone and via DocuSign and the internet. So be looking out for that episode. It's coming soon here, probably next week. So again, this is Marcus Maloney, man. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being with me. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's show. I picked up some great actionable items and I'm sure you did as well. If so, let me know. You can always reach me via social media at facebook.com slash MRCS Maloney, Twitter at MRCS Maloney, and of course, IG at MRCS Maloney. You can also always reach me via email at mmaloney at equityri.com. Make sure you reach out to our guest as well. You can always find their contact information in the show notes below. If you have not subscribed already, what are you waiting for? Join the family. And while you're at it, leave us a five-star review. This is how we tell if we're providing you with what you need for your journey. If there's someone you would like for me to interview, or if there's a subject matter you would like for me to cover, please let me know. Finally, if you're looking for additional information about real estate investing, go to equityrealestateblog.com, also youtube.com slash Marcus Maloney. Until next time, family, always enjoy the journey.